Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now. We bless you. We give glory. We give honor. We thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tenderness, God. We thank you for the healings, the miracles, and the testimonies that's been coming in about your word and how you bled a blessing. God, we praise you for everything you do. Now, Father, open our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. Let us hear what you have to say today. And God, we forever going to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. And we call it done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. I want to come on. And I've taken a little pause from talking about the release of debt, spiritual debt cancellations. Personally, because I was going through some things spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and I needed to take a step back for a moment. But I'm impressed by the Spirit of God today just to come on and share a word. Not because it's Passover weekend, it's not Resurrection weekend, but just because to just to remind you of some words that Jesus spoke that's pregnant. We always do on Friday night of the Good Friday, um, the last spoken words of Jesus Christ. Well, I'm not going to focus on those for a moment because we do it all the time. It's almost like a cliche, but it's something else I want to focus on that's just as important as the last seven words of Jesus Christ. And I want to go to the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 27. And um, and I want to begin reading at verse 47. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, beginning at verse 47. Some of them that stood there, and when they heard that, they said, This man called for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar. And then put it on a reed and gave it him to drink. The rest said, let me, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. And Jesus, when he had then cried with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rented in the twine from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rented. Verse 52. And the graves were open, and many body of the saints which were slept, slept arose. And they came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. I want to start right there, and I want to focus on these words. When it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, be careful what you ask for. Let me say that again. It's a mouthful. When it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, be careful of what you ask for. And why am I saying this? Because we as believers, we ask God for many things and a lot of things and and. Truthfully, a lot of times it doesn't work out the way we want to or happen when we want to or expect it to turn out the way we want to. And we get agitated. We get frustrated. We get down and we wonder why, God, you're not allowing this to happen in my life, but you're blessing somebody else. And then we are always we hear the cliche so much. Uh, you got to learn how to celebrate other people blessing before God can bless you. Well, that's true and good, and that's fine and dandy, but sometimes you have to step back on your own life and say, okay, God, I'm giving everything I got, but I'm, I'm running out. I'm running on fumes. I need a miracle. I need you to turn this situation around. I need you to do something for me right now. Please remind me that you are my God, that you are my Lord and my Savior. I just need a miracle. 
with my name on it right now. I'm talking to you and I'm talking to myself right now. You don't have to agree with me. You don't even have to bear witness, but I know for a fight without a shadow of doubt, there's some things that are going on in our lives right now. We're trying to make things happen. We say, I'm doing things for myself now. I'm trying to benefit me. I'm trying to help myself because when I call for help, everybody just want to laugh at me. They want to talk about me. They want to ostracize and they got everything to say, but say, well, God bless you. And when they do say, God bless you, it's not sincere. But I want to tell you this again, when it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, be careful what you ask for. And the reason why, number one, I'll say this, is because a lot of times we pray for bad things to happen to people that have wronged us. Mm, yes, let me step there. And when we ask God, God, we quick to say, Lord, avenge me of my adversary, because according to you, that's what your word says. So we say, Lord, avenge me of my adversary. And and that's why I say is when it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, you got to be careful what you ask for. Because now when something do happen, whether it is mentally, emotionally, psychological, physically, financially to that individual, who's the first person I feel bad? We do. And not only do we feel bad, we got the, we got the audacity to say, I told you, you got to be careful how you treat me because God won't let you mistreat me in any kind of way because bad things will happen to you. That is true. Now, I understand that is true, but you got to understand the word of God as well. According to Galatians chapter five, and it says, be not deceived for God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And he that reaps the, so the things of this flesh shall reap the things of the flesh. But we that sow things spiritually shall we receive or we shall reap the things that are sown spiritually. So you when you whenever it comes to the things of God, my beloveds, Brothers and sisters, you got whether you are a believer or not, you got to be careful what you ask for. Because you don't put your mouth on somebody, whether they were a believer or not, but because you felt like they wronged you and you declared and you decreed and you spoke out of your mouth that bad thing was going to happen to them. And when things begin to bad happen to them, like I said, whether it's emotionally, psychological, physically, uh, financially, whether it's got something to do with their health, then you want to wonder why it's happening to them. I didn't mean for it to happen like that, but yes, you did because you asked God to do it. But let me go with a point two of that same, or part one. Just like you ask God to allow that to happen to you, don't be upset when that same thing you asked God to do to them start happening to you. Because I just told you and I read the scripture in Galatians. What, in other words, we said like this in layman's term, what goes around comes around. So when it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, you got to be careful what you ask for. Let me move on. Look at, let me make my other point here. And I'm going to close this out. And I, God's willing to be able to come back later and give you part two of this, because this is a big part. But I want to go into the text, because I want you to see some things. Back in chapter 27 of the Gospel of St. Matthew, verse 47, some of them that stood there, and they heard that, they, they, this man said, this man calls out for Elias. 
How is it that because you call out for Jesus, somebody believe you calling on somebody else? I understand some people want to call on Muhammad, they want to call on Buddha, they want to call it, they want to call on Socrates, they want to call on Sigmund Freud, they want to call on Pavlov Law or Winslow or whoever. But the, I want you to understand what how they mocked Jesus while he was on the cross. And I want you to understand into your life, there are some people around you right now in your life, in your household, that is marking you. They blaspheme against the Lord. They blaspheme against the church. They blaspheme against you. And the reason I say they blaspheme against you more so than against the church, because we are the church, not the building. But when things don't go their way, they say, this is why I go, don't go to church, because the church is full of hypocrites. But never take the time to really examine themselves. They never look at the mirror, the mirror and see themselves. Because they say, I believe in God, I just don't go to church. I pray to God, and God hears me. But yet, they don't understand why things are happening the way they're happening. It's because when you ask God, whether you're a believer or not, you asked him to do some things. And when God began to do some things and they begin to turn some things around, whether they're good, bad, or ugly, you got to remember, this is what you pray for. This is what you believe God for. This is what you ask God for. So don't get mad with God when, when it all happens to you. Because you asked for it. You believed it. You stepped by faith. And you believed it. So... When Jesus cried out in verse 46, Eli Babasha, my God, why has thou forsaken me? There are some people wanted to make mockery of him in verse 47. They say, look, he called for Elijah. And then verse 48 says, there was and straight with one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on it, read and gave it him to drink. And then the rest of them say, now let, let us see. We want to see. If Elijah going to come and say, we want to see what your God going to do for you. You've been praying. You've been fasting. You've been calling on Jesus. You've been singing. You've been worshiping. And nothing has really happened. I want to see where your God is at. What your God going to do for you that my God don't do for me. Ah, But you got to be careful when it comes to the things of God, my beloved. Whether you are the believer or not, you got to be careful what you ask for. Because, dotty people wrote a song back in the late 80s, early 90s. Say so he is an on-time God. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Why am I saying this to us? Because I think we need to put things back into perspective. We need to get things back in order, even in our lives, especially in my life. I'm putting things back into order. I'm refining myself. I'm checking myself. I'm examining because I've, I've stumbled. I have failed. I have not been the way that God has designed and called me to be because I've allowed too many personal things affect me. I've allowed some things that personally to sidetrack me. I've allowed some things personally to cause me to slack on on God, and, but I'm here to declare, I thank God, <clears throat> hallelujah, that he understands and he knows my heart and he gives me an opportunity every day and day out to give him the glory, to give him thanks, to give him praise and to get it back together. I praise God because my heart loves him with every part of my being and I can understand why David cried out in Psalms 51 and verse 10 create in me a clean heart and renew that right spirit within me 
Because there's a lot of days I don't think right. There's a lot of days I don't see right. There's a lot of days I don't even talk right. There's a lot of days I don't even act right. But oh, thank God for Jesus. Who went on the cross and he looked beyond my faults and saw that I'm going to need him right now like never before. And my prayer is for us today that we will, when we ask God in prayer, we're going to believe it, but we're going to make sure our heart is pure and genuine when we seek him. So let me go back to my text so I can get to my um, fourth point of this. When after all this has been done, verse 50 says, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. He gave himself up to die. And behold, the veil of the temple was rented in twine. Means it, was, it came split in two from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and then the rock rented. Meaning that the rock split. The earth shook and the rock splinted. Uh... Let me say something right here prophetically. I believe there's going to be some miracles that's going to shake you and cause you to worship God more intimately and personally than you're doing right now. I believe just like when Jesus spoke that word again and, and he gave up the ghost, how the, the temple split in two and the earthquake and the rocks went to me and they split. I believe God is going to do something supernatural in us as like that right now because we've been fasting, we've been praying, we've been declaring, we've been decreeing, we've been believing, we've been trusting God. Even for some family members that have been sick on their deathbed, we not we really have not been asking God to heal them, but we've been saying, Lord, not our will, but let thy will be done. I believe God is going to do a miracle. Oh, glory to God. Shata. Ye do do shaky. That he's going to do something that's going to remind us that he is God and he's God alone. That's why it's important. I say it again. When it comes to the things of God, whether you're a believer or not, be careful what you ask for. Because we've been, a lot of us have been praying for our children. Lord, save our children. Save our children. And then we we go on and put this one. Lord, I don't care how you do it. Just save our children. Uh, I don't care how you how you bless me. Just bless me. Yes. I, I don't care how you work it out. Just work it out. Even in your homes, you got to be careful. Because just because, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do. How are you going to fix it in my home? Just work it out. You got to be careful how you ask God. Because God can allow you to be evicted. So he can bless you with something greater. And while you're going through that eviction, it don't feel good. It don't look good. It's embarrassing. Knowing that you're doing all you know how to do. And you're giving everything you got. And it's not good enough. But you prayed that prayer of faith. Lord, I don't care how you bless me in this home. Just bless me. Fix it. So God may let him put you out. So he can give you something greater. Mm. Can you still praise God for it? That's all I want you to look at it. Can you praise God for it? So I say it, it behooves us. It beseeched us, brothers and my sisters, when it comes to the things of God, whether you're a believer or not, be careful what you ask for. 
He is now. Let me give you the witness. Let me give you the testimony of that. Why I'm saying this because they did all of this mockery with Jesus. I want you to look at verse 52. This is why I'm. This is why I want to go at verse 52. Says, and the graves was open, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Ooh, ooh. meaning that that those that were sleeping Christ, the dead in Christ, got up and walked. Oh, you got to be careful how you pray and how you treat God's people. You got to be careful what you say about us. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to come home now. You got to be careful how you interact with us because you think you're doing something that's going to hurt us so, so Satan can get the glory and God will flip the switch on you. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but I'm telling you, a switch is being made right now. There's been some folks that has ridiculed you because of your belief in Jesus Christ. You stupid, they say it. Yet he's not there. God has forsaken you. God don't care nothing about us because he did. He wouldn't let. Oh, I want you to know that God, just like he rose those folks from the dead when Jesus gave up the ghost, there are going to be some miracles. There are going to be some blessings that they don't understand how they came from the, from the east. The Bible says the east wind comes and it blows to the west. And when it comes, it comes with something mighty. It comes with something supernatural. And when God released this into your life, then people are going to want to try to jump on the bandwagon and go say, I've been there. I did this for you. You remember when I did this? Remember when I did that? But when you was in your desperate need right then, nobody was there. You you, you, you talked about them. You cussed them out. You, you you told them they can take a, I don't care what else happened. If you die, I wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't send no flowers or anything. Matter of fact, if I die, I don't want you even to attend to my funeral. You talked all of this craziness. And they understand. I said it that way. You talk all this crazy because you've been asking God for some things. So I'm going to tell you again, be, when it comes to the things of God, yeah, hallelujah, I feel his glory. You, whether you are a believer or not, you better be careful what you ask for. Because God will give you exactly what you ask for. But when it comes, I mean, not becoming the way you expected. But when it comes, you better tell God, thank you anyhow. You better repent and bless his name. You ought to fall down and say, Lord, I worship you. Please forgive me for my idolatry. Forgive me for how I reacted. I was raised up in church, but I left the church because I felt the church left me. And I keep telling people day in and day out, God never leaves you. But you always find a reason to leave God. So the graves were open. Many bodies of the saint, which was a slip, arose verse 53 and i'm closing and went and came out of the grave after his resurrection and went into this holy city and appeared unto many i want you to know as we get ready to celebrate this resurrection weekend this good friday i want you to know god said i heard your cry and I've seen your tears. I have not forgotten about you. I'm preparing it for you right now. I am making, making ways for you right now. And those that have talked bad about you have put you down and said, you're phony, you're fake. You're not like you used to be. God says, 
I'm going to do something great for you. And I'm going to do something mighty for you. Just hold on and trust me and believe and stand fast because I'm going to make my name great in you. I am going to do the exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. Just hold on a little while longer. Trust me and be not weary in well-doing. Because when it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, be careful what you ask for. Because when you receive it, it may not come the way you thought it was going to happen. It may come through somebody you didn't want to deal with anymore. It may, your blessing may come through your adversary. Mm-hmm. It may come through your family members that you say are dead to you. So if you don't want to receive nothing from them, you better be careful what you speak and say about them because if God will turn that thing around that you are, they will have to come to your aid even though you don't want nothing to do with them, but you have to receive the aid from them. That's why I tell you again, when it comes to the things of God, yes, my beloved brothers and sisters, whether you are believers or not, be careful of what you ask for, because you may not be able to obtain or handle what God has for you. But I thank God as a believer when he said a book of Malachi chapter three, verse 10, we said, I will open up the windows of heaven and I will pull you out a blessing that you will have no room to receive. And we sing that song, bless me, bless me indeed, enlarge my territory. And I want you to understand as we celebrate Good Friday. God said, I am doing exactly that. I'm not doing it the way you want it done, but you might as well get yourself ready to receive my miracles. Because just like I rolled the saints up when my son died and I opened the grave and let them show themselves to other people that they may believe. God said, I'm going to show you to some other folks that they will believe that I am God and besides me there is no other. And I'm going to rise up in you as the Florida Mass Choir said, Jesus is the light. Yes, that shineth in me and he will show up in me. How he, if I walk the way he says to walk, he's going to show up in me. And when I talk the way he say talk, yes, he's going to show up in me. When I love the way he say love, yes, he shall show up in me. And when I give the way he say give, hallelujah, he shows up in me. And when I treat everybody the way he said treat them, yes, he shows up in me. And when I do the things that he wants me to do, yes, he will show up in me. So I want to say this as I'm closing here. When it comes to the things of God, whether you are a believer or not, 
Be careful for what you ask for, because you not be might not be able to comprehend nor receive or handle when God gives it to you. That's why a lot of us have not received the promise that God has given us, because He knew we would not be able to handle it right now. But don't give up. Don't be weary. Trust God. Yield to God. Wait, I say on the Lord. And again, I say wait and be of good cheer. For God is nigh unto you. Lord, we thank you for your word. We bless you. We give you glory. We honor. Father, we pray that this blessing of this good fight upon everybody. Speak to our hearts and our minds. Let your anointing saturate us and overflow us like never before. God, we declare blessings upon your people from the crown of their head to their soul of their feet. We speak healing physically, emotionally, psychological, spiritually, God. We just bless you and we say thank you for it right now. We receive it by faith through our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. You get the glory and the honor and it shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. God bless you. God bless you.